Hello, family and friends. I'm honored again for day two of Pastor Brad Kloster out of Bel Air, Michigan, and haven't been up that far north yet, although I didn't mention to Pastor Brad. I'm from South Dakota uh, growing up, but it's not quite as cold in southeastern South Dakota, pretty pretty sure is in Bel Air, Michigan. But we did get a foot or two of snow regularly, okay. so I'm a little familiar with the cold, but you know, I enjoyed the the sledding parts of it and that kind of thing and snow skiing when I was a younger man. So honored to have you with us, Pastor Brad, and I know you got through part of your testimony there. I'm just going to kick it over to you to finish, continue where you left off yesterday. Thank you. Well, be careful not to scare everybody away from northern Michigan because <laughs> it really is a beautiful area. So yes, we get snow, but we get all four seasons okay. of the year. So four awesome. very distinct seasons throughout the year. Wow. So it's awesome. very beautiful. So just, yeah, I just don't want you to scare anybody there away from from my home. <laughs> you know, last time we were talking about my testimony and I referred to the time that my father died in his motorcycle accident as kind of my burning bush experience. And I want to pick up where I left off with that because that was an experience that I had to look myself in the face and see myself through the eyes of God because I didn't feel like I could do it. And I, I look back and I read, I read the account of Moses in Exodus 3, and Moses was an expert excuse giver. And he gave God all sorts of excuses about why he couldn't or why he shouldn't or why this wasn't a good idea. And even at one point he said, God, who am I? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's why I can relate to this story so much because I feel like that's where I was at that point in my life. God, who am I? To do this. Now, I'm not sure if you want to admit, Pastor Brad, like Moses killed that guy and buried him in the sand. I'm assuming you didn't have that part of the no, Moses well, experiment. No, no killing anybody and putting him in the sand anyway. How about that? <laughs> no, but that it was, it was, I look at that and I think, now, who am I? Who am I that God would call me? Yeah. Here I am, a kid from Michigan and northern Michigan. I'm not even a city boy. Who, who am I that God would call me to do something like lead God's people? And who am I that I would be one that God would put his hand on and say, I've called you for this time and I've, I've ordained you for this time. And, you know, I, I tell our congregation this at our church quite frequently is part of my story is once I said yes to the call of God, I had to keep saying yes every day. Because you can't just say yes once. Right. I had to keep saying yes every single day because the reality is the very first message I ever preached to an adult congregation was my very first message in church as the, as the head pastor. Wow. And so I was going into this flying blind, but I knew that this is what God had told me to do. Wow. So I decided that I'm going to be obedient to God and I'm going to fulfill the call whether I know what to do, whether I speak well, whether I you know, impress anybody with my speech or not, I'm gonna keep doing what I know to do. Yeah. And I still remember the time, there's a little hallway from my office out to the sanctuary. And I remember that little walk, it's not a long walk, but I remember the walk down that hallway. And every time we would meet for church, I'd walk down that hallway to go into the sanctuary and the devil would start to talk to me about how I didn't have anything to say. And I wasn't my dad and I wasn't going to be good enough and I didn't have anything to offer anyone. And I would, I would face that every day, every day, every day that I went out to preach. Wow. And it got to the point where I beat that 
and I beat it because I never stopped saying yes to the call of God. Praise God. To me, it wasn't enough to say, yes, God, I'll do what you want me to do, but then I'm going to put a halt on that. I'm going to, I'm going to compromise every day. No, I'm going to, I'm going to say yes to you every day. And whether or not I have a huge church, whether or not I have a small church, whether or not there's one person sitting there, whether or not it's a full house, that doesn't change my obedience level. Amen. Because one thing I believe is that God has never called me to be successful. He's called me to be obedient. Amen. And so I'm not trying to define my own success. I'm trying to eliminate my excuses and I'm trying to not be Moses in this situation and say, God, who am I? Even though I still have that attitude. I, st- I always want to have the attitude, God, I don't feel like I can do this without you. Mm-hmm. I always want to be humble enough to know that I need God no matter what. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to walk in with confidence knowing that when, when God has called me for such a time as this, then if, like the Bible says, if God is for me, who's, who can be against me? Yeah. And I like to quote it like this, if God is for me, who cares who's against me? Right. Because at that point, it really doesn't matter. It's like having the ringer on your team. When you know you've got that ultimate player on your team, why would it matter who the other team has? Yeah. You know, and that's who the Holy Spirit is. That's who Jesus has been for me through this season of my life is I know that, yes, I'm going to come against obstacles and yes, I'm going to come up against hard times and yes things are going to get tough and and yes there's going to be things that we're going to have to overcome but I'm never going to stop saying yes to the call of God yeah you know it's amazing the perspective pastor and the power of you know God is a relationship God and he created us that very same way not only with him of course number one but just you know new friends in the Lord you know and I look at my life sometimes with the same kind of you know, the devil, he'll lie to anybody, right? He doesn't care. Just because yeah. you gave your heart to the Lord when you were five years old, yeah. he's still coming back to lie to you. Absolutely. And same thing in my perspective. But I think about what I'd like to have had a testimony like yours where I live for the Lord, you know, uh, my whole life. And I look back at my past thinking, man, why would God call me? But when we're cleansed by the blood of Jesus, yeah. we're made clean. Yeah. And we either believe that or we don't. And, and really that's a lack of faith because... He took our sin and gave us his righteousness. Yep. And so that really encourages me to hear you say that because I would think, wow, you, you, if anybody deserves to be a pastor, it'd be you with your <laughs> life. But he still, the devil came to lie to you about how you weren't worthy. Right. And I had that's something that I had to overcome in my own life and in my own heart. And there was that day where I walked down that hallway to go preach and there was no voice. And I just kind of laughed to myself. Because I almost, I, and I think I actually said, devil, where are you today? <laughs> because I thought this was your annual thing. I thought we, I thought, I thought we, you tried to have this conversation with me every day and he stopped doing that. And honestly, once I beat it, I haven't heard it since Amen. because do I, I, I think forever, I will always have that attitude of Moses where Moses looked at God and say, God, who am I? Yeah. I, I, I really honestly don't ever want to lose that. I always want to have that attitude where I just look and say, who am I? But I never want to walk without the confidence knowing that God has called me to do what he's called me to do. Amen. And I want to, I want to obey God and just keep saying yes every day. Yes. You know, it reminds me, Pastor, of Mark 16. 
I hesitate to say about my favorite scriptures. I think I'm getting a longer and longer list as I go about my favorite scriptures. But, you know, I love it in Mark 16 where it says the Lord working with us, yeah. confirming his word through signs, following. And I think as an, in overall a church we get imbalanced. Like some people think God's doing everything and some people think they're doing everything, right? But he yeah. works with us. Yeah. We're his hands and feet. We're his body on this on this earth. And if we're not taking part and doing our part, then he has nothing to work through. He's got to go find somebody else that'll be obedient, right? Correct. And of course, without faith, we can't please God, right? So if we pray these dead prayers, well, if it's your will, well, we have his Bible, right, Pastor? We yes. know what his will is if yep. we're re- willing to read his Bible. Yes. So, yeah, I just love your testimony. It encourages me, Pastor, to hear people because I, I have to say, most people that I'll have on as guests had, had a life in the past where maybe things weren't so perfect. And so it really encourages me to hear that uh, you were raised in the church and you made your decision and you've been living for God. And we're going to go on to the next day here. If you wouldn't mind just uh, praying for our listener, Pastor. Okay, absolutely. Father, I thank you for everybody listening right now. I pray in Jesus' name that every single one of them will continue to say yes to you every day. God, let your the guidance and the leading of your Holy Spirit prompt us every day. And we never want to say no to you. We always want to be obedient to you because we know that you know best. And so thank you for your continual leading and guiding in our lives. And may we live by that and let that be our light along our path every single day. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Pastor. Looking forward to tomorrow. And you can contact Pastor Brad on Facebook or Instagram at Living Word North and up there in Bel Air, Michigan. And I'm looking forward to coming and seeing your place sometime, Pastor. Sounds like a sounds like a beautiful place. And we joke about the cold, but you know, we can be happy anywhere we want to. It's a choice, right? And there's Absolutely. good and bad things to everywhere we live. So feel free to contact Pastor. You can contact our ministry at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. We love you all. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.